Chilson Motors with Gene Chilson, our sponsors of our Wax Farm Show podcast. At Chilson's Corner Motors of Cadott and Chilson Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, we have an excellent selection of certified pre-owned Ram models to choose from. Purchase a certified Ram and receive our seven-year, 100,000-mile warranty and its factory-backed coverage from Ram. A certified Ram offers a great deal of confidence and peace of mind with a seven-year, 100,000-mile warranty. And we now have a great selection in stock and ready for immediate delivery. And ready to get those farm chores done. Absolutely. To see all the models, call, click, or visit Chilson's Corner Motors of Cadott on the corner of Highway 27 and X or Chilson Chrysler Dodge on Business Highway 53 or visit us on the web at chilson.com. And remember, let our family take care of your family. Hey, did you know Bluff Country is located in Mondovi? And it's your locally owned hometown feed and seed supplier. Whether it's your pet or your business, they have the products and service that you need. They even offer agronomy services from seed to fertilizers and chemicals and even feed and forage sampling. Bluff Country Feed and Seed is your hometown feed and seed supplier. To learn more about Bluff Country, check out their website at bluffcountryfs.com. It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. It's Wednesday morning. You lose track of time when uh, the weather gets better. I won't say it's uh, good to great yet, but it is getting better. Good morning at the shank of the day here at Wax 104.5. Bob and Jill with you this morning. Pretty nice day. Everybody's pretty much uh, in the 30s this morning, except down in the holes down there on Black River Falls, Toma, there in the mid-20s. But uh, here it's 33 degrees. We'll talk more about that. But uh, we're going to hear more cranberries this morning, right? Yeah, I got to talk to Tom Lechner. He is the executive director of the Wisconsin Cranberry Association. And he told me why they set up the station research station down in Black River Falls. All right, and uh, that's a good one. And uh, don't forget, tomorrow is Culver's. Uh, get a scoop of Culver's, and uh, they'll donate a dollar to the uh, FFA FFA Foundation. We've got a great story from the Ukraine, and there aren't many of those. Kind of a funny story, but there aren't many of those coming out. Another company is pulling out of Russia because of the Ukrainian situation. Let's get an update from the Welke Land and Cattle Company. How's the calf situation? We're still at 55. Holy man, you got some holding out. Some of those old girls are holding out, huh? They are holding out, but you know it's got kind of muddy, so I'm kind of okay with them yeah. just kind of hanging out a little I, bit. I don't blame you. The weather's going to get better for calving and uh, getting some wheels rolling, at least on the lighter soils. I know those heavy soils still got a ways to go, but uh, getting better. Monday and Tuesday, ooh, we can go from nice to hot, upper 70s, Monday and Tuesday. We'll tell you more about that. Also, uh, we've got a breakfast coming up. It's not June Dairy Month, but a breakfast this Saturday, right? Yeah, on Saturday from 9 to 1 at the Northern Wisconsin State Fairgrounds, Chippewa County 4-H and FFA Horse Project is going to have a pancake breakfast all right at the fairgrounds at the fairgrounds in chippewa falls so get over there from nine to one at the northern wisconsin state fairgrounds and uh help the young kids with their horse projects so they can uh, you know go to some shows and do some of those things so again lots going on it's getting to be spring <laughs> it's about time it's may agriculture it's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. That boy can talk pretty fast, can he? Hey, let's take a look at our Skywarn 13 weather brought to you by Marquardt Motors. They're hiring an auto body metal technician, an auto body detailer, and an office administrative position is also available. Marquardt Motors offers a competitive salary with a generous benefit package. Apply in person or at marquardtmotors.com. Well, the weather's Finally, I guess, turning the corner into spring. 63 today, partly sunny. 63, a little maybe a few more clouds tomorrow. No real rain, but maybe a few sprinkles in the forecast on Friday when it will get to be about 65. Saturday and Sunday, well into the 60s. Monday and Tuesday, upper 70s. Uh, maybe on Sunday, a chance of a few showers, but no heavy rain in the forecast. 
It's 33 degrees right now in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area. We get close to 65 today. 33 degrees at 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM. WAXX Eau Claire. Morning News. NBC News Radio. I'm Mark Mayfield. Oklahoma is joining Texas with a restrictive abortion law in effect right now. Governor Kevin Stitt signed the bill as promised, saying he wants the state to be the most pro-life in the country. This means women are banned from ending their pregnancies after six weeks unless there's a medical emergency. Abortion providers say they will stop offering the service now that they can be sued by private citizens for up to $10,000. President Biden is very unhappy about the leaked draft of a Supreme Court ruling that apparently overturns long-standing abortion rights. It's really quite a radical decision. Speaking yesterday, Biden said the landmark Roe v. Wade ruling has been the law of the land for nearly 50 years and should not be overturned. It seems most people are against banning abortions at 6 or 15 weeks. A poll by ABC News and the Washington Post asked 1,000 adults to weigh in. 70% believe women should make their own decisions, not lawmakers. Just over half want the Supreme Court to uphold Roe v. Wade, while 28% support it being overturned. The poll was taken before a report showing justices may end the 1973 ruling by next month. A WebMD profile of Amber Heard's first defense witness is receiving loads of negative comments after she testified in the defamation suit filed by Heard's ex-husband, Johnny Depp. Ryan Shook explains. Dr. Dawn Hughes testified on Tuesday that Heard was diagnosed with post-traumatic stress from her relationship with Depp. While she was on the stand, the negative comments began rolling in on her WebMD physician profile. The comments accused Dr. Hughes of being biased towards men and unprofessional. I'm Brian Shook. And rapper Post Malone is celebrating a new chapter of his life. The rapper and his girlfriend, who he has not publicly identified, are expecting their first child. They celebrated with friends and family over the weekend in Southern California. Post Malone said this is the happiest he's ever been in his life. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Hang in there. The weather's getting better. Finally, we can say I think spring is springing. Partly sunny today. High about 63. Tomorrow about 63. Later on tomorrow night, uh, probably get uh, kind of cloudy. We're not going to have, I don't think we're going to have any real full sun, but uh, partly to mostly sunny. And Friday, maybe a chance of sprinkles. Not any heavy rain, it doesn't look like, but just some sprinkles. It'll be upper 60s on Saturday and Sunday. Maybe a chance of some showers on Sunday and the same on Monday. But temperature is going to be way into the 70s. 77 on Monday, about 78 on Tuesday. So it's getting warmer. Everybody pretty much in the 30s this morning, except Black River Falls and Toma. They're about 25, 26. But Medford, uh, Wausau, 32. It's 33 in Rice Lake, 34 in Marshfield. La Crosse checking in at 37. Also clear in 37 in Green Bay, 38 out in the Madison Sun Prairie area, 39 at Milwaukee. And uh, we're 33 degrees right now in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area. We'll go up about 30 degrees today. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer. But did you know they also offer a competitive home, auto, business, and life insurance? They make it convenient to bundle your insurance while saving you time and money. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Six minutes after five o'clock and again, Rural Mutual Insurance bringing us our early morning look at the markets and Jill, the livestock. Choice fed beef steers are 138 to 145 with mixed at 124 to 137. Choice fed beef heifers are 138 to 145 with mixed at 124 to 137. Choice fed Holstein steers are 119 to 132 with selects coming in at 85 to 118. Cows are 67 to 96. Bulls are 60 to 114 and a half. Butcher hogs are 71 to 93 with sows at 63 to 78. 
Boars are 20 to 41, with new crop market lambs 150 to 255, and feeder lambs 175 to 340. Cattle prices higher again yesterday at the close at the Mercantile Exchange in the futures market. Hogs were lower. June live cattle 135.32. That was up 12. August live cattle 137.32, up 27. October 144.52, up 47. And December live cattle 150.77, up 72. Feeder cattle, May 162.40, up 97. August 176.27, up 220. These feeder cattle prices, some nice jumps in the last couple of days. September 178.35, up 167. October, $180 even. That's up $1.15. November feeder cattle, 181.30, up 75. Lean hog carcass contracts, as we said, they were lower yesterday. May 99.77, down a dime. June at 102.20, down 277. July, 103.85, down 320. In August, hogs, 104.35, down 252. On the Board of Trade, things were lower yesterday as the traders are anticipating better planting weather. And uh, so they went down yesterday. But overnight, we did see uh, mostly higher prices as July corn as we start this morning. Up four cents at seven ninety seven. The oats up a penny at six seventy three. July wheat up eight at ten fifty four. Soybeans up three to four cents, sixteen thirty four. And meal up two fifty a ton at four hundred twenty six dollars and forty cents. Cheese prices were unchanged yesterday. Barrels two thirty, blocks two thirty four and three quarter. But then butter went down four and three quarters to two sixty two. Also, the class three went down again yesterday. May down two cents at twenty four twenty one. That's the only month now that's over twenty four dollars. As June class three down thirty one at twenty three ninety three. July down thirty three at twenty three seventy three. August down thirty at twenty three thirty three. And September down thirty nine at twenty three oh six. As prices were lower out through March. So that's where we are this morning as we take a look at what's going on in the world of agriculture. Nine minutes after 5, 33 degrees. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. I can see him this morning. He's got a smile on his face. Brad Matson, lead agronomist with Provision Partners Cooperative. And uh, Brad, get out of the way. Things are happening, right? Yeah, things are moving. We're finally getting some weather. The uh, dry ground is starting to dry out decent. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, full speed ahead right now. What are you doing this week? Uh, I'm sure planters towards the end of the week will be going, but what are you doing right about now, midweek? Well, in the uh, in our western region, the Hickson area, we've got a lot of uh, spreading going on. Uh, of course, we've got chemicals coming in, and we're getting them delivered out, seed delivered out. All those things, uh, so it's, it's been pretty hectic. The eastern side, uh, those guys are pretty well over there. They, you know, picked up a lot of rain uh, this weekend, so it's going to be a little while before things happen over there. A whole lot. You got different kinds of ground over in central Wisconsin. You got heavier ground than you have around, maybe in parts of western Wisconsin. So, what are some of the, uh, I guess. Do's and don'ts of uh, don't get too anxious, or you think by the end of the week the soil will be warm enough and dry enough that uh, it's safe to put beans and corn in the ground? Yeah, we've actually last week we had some people getting some beans. We got a fair amount of beans in the ground on the western side. Um, you know, the big thing is, is is that ground fit to run that planter? You know, taking a little bit of patience. You know, making sure that it's not we're not going to mud this thing in. Uh, it's still key in order to get good plant root development, those types of things. Tall temperatures by the end of the week, I'm thinking we're going to be good to go. There's no real cold rains in the forecast, so cold shock will, by the end of the week, will be pretty much dissipated with these temperatures and a lot of sun. The soil temperatures will come up relatively quickly. Uh, so, you know, the western side here, if this ground dries out, which I think it will once we get some sun on it, it'll be, uh, more corn planting uh, in the next couple days. And I think the uh, the key is what you mentioned. Don't mud it in because that's not a good situation. No, you start causing mohawking and uh, and you disturb that normal root formation. You know, you're not getting the nutrients, you're not getting the water. You basically set that crop up for the whole year as a struggle. And uh, so 
having a little patience, making sure those, those packer wheels stay dry, the, the gauge wheels are, are dry, they're not having any soil on them, it is really going to be key um, on that start period. And, of course, if we get going later this week and into next week, we're not talking any issues of uh, change in seed as far as maturity dates and those sorts of things. We're still good to go with the original seed we bought, right? Oh, absolutely. Until you start getting closer to the past the 15th, the 20th, there's a lot of data showing you shouldn't really even switch seeds past the 20th. And I caution people, you know, there is a lot of supply issues on seed, so, you know, you may be switching and, and you may not get a, a variety that's well adapted to your operation, and that could cost you even more more yield. So, um, you know, we get a little further north, they're planting earlier day corn, so same type of thing. You get towards the end of the month, it's going to be a you know, more of a concern of switching and those types of things. But um, not to panic at this point. We're right basically, you know, not far off from a normal. So if we get started here by the 4th, 5th, um, and as fast as people can get stuff planted, uh, you know, not going to be a concern unless we get another weather uh, event that's going to cause it. But right now it's looking pretty good for us. And I would imagine uh, the guys from and the gals from the co-op that are, driving fertilizer trucks and the rest of them, they're going to be busy the next few weeks. Oh, it's, uh, it's uh, like sitting here knowing a, a tsunami's coming towards the beach and you're sitting <laughs> in your lounge chair because it's, you better get up and run because it's, uh, the wave is coming and it's going to be fast and furious, Bob. And I hope Mother Nature cooperates so we can get a lot of work done. The next 10 days to two weeks, there are going to be a lot of wheels rolling. Brad, uh, thank you. We'll uh, talk to you and get an update from you next week. Sounds good, Bob. All right, that's Brad Matson, of course, our lead agronomist with Provision Partners Cooperative with Provision Partners facilities in central and western Wisconsin. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. About 16 minutes after 5 o'clock, 33 degrees. We're looking about 63 today, 63 tomorrow, and uh, well into the 60s Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And well into the 70s on Monday and Tuesday next week and off and on some sprinkles or maybe some showers, but no heavy rains in the forecast. Farm news, some uh, interesting uh, gotcha story from uh, Russia, Ukraine. All that's coming up here on Wax. Brought to you by Chili Implement in Chile. A lot of land comes with a lot of work. The Kubota MX Series has a lot to offer. Part of our under 100 horsepower tractor lineup, rated number one for reliability, they feature the versatility to mow, move hay bales, grade roads, and clear brush and snow. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit Chili Implement in Chile, west of Marshfield on 8th, then south on Y, 715-683-2444. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 17 minutes after 5 o'clock and uh, Joe, not many, I don't know, good news stories or humorous stories have come out of Ukraine recently, but I kind of like this one. Yeah, you got to love this story. The Russians thought they hit the agricultural machinery jackpot when they invaded and then took over the Ukrainian city of Metropole. At the John Deere dealership in that city, the Russians took nearly $5 million worth of John Deere farm equipment and hauled it 700 miles to Chechnya, where they plan to use it in their farm fields. The list of stolen equipment included two combines, 27 tractors, cedars, and other pieces of equipment. But John Deere and the Ukraine are getting the last laugh. When they located the equipment by GPS, John Deere was able to shut down the machines remotely so they can't be used. Besides the machinery, the Russians have also stolen gold and hundreds and thousands of tons of Ukrainian grain. Boy, I'll tell you all. <laughs> and I'm there thinking, how do we get this thing open? We can't even get in. And how do we start this thing and shut them off remotely? Technology you got to love it in this case, that's for sure. What else is going on? Almost $400 million has been made available by the Biden administration to help the fight against avian influenza across the country. 
Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack has just released another $263 million for the Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service to help identify and respond to future outbreaks across the country. So far, almost 25 million birds have have had to be destroyed, with Iowa alone losing almost 13 million laying hands to the outbreak. And in Wisconsin, I believe the list now is up to 15 counties that have been identified with flocks of some sort uh, having avian influenza. So again, it's uh, getting big, but not anything like we had in 2014, 2015. 19 minutes after 5 o'clock, Cranberries. We're going to talk with Tom Lochner, and he's head of the Cranberry Association, about what, that Black River Falls facility? Yeah, he talked about how they started with their research facility down in Black River Falls. And he's even talking about how they're reaching out to the community and making it kind of a gathering place for the community. Good. All right. Well, we'll hear from Tom and about that facility. Coming up next on Wax, 19 and a half after 5, 33 degrees. We'll get about 63 today. Might even get the convertible out for a little spin. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. You know, yesterday we focused in on Wisconsin cranberries. Remember, number one in the nation, number one in the world when it comes to cranberry production right here in Wisconsin. Fabulous farm babe Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And today we want to take another look at Wisconsin's cranberry industry. Uh, Jill, it's not necessarily about the research. That was an excellent piece yesterday. But let's talk a little bit more about the industry as we get ready for this growing season and some of the things that they've got, I guess, lined up for this year. Yes, I had the opportunity to talk to Tom Lochner. He's the executive director of the Wisconsin State Cranberry Association. And this is Jill Welke from the northern end of the world's longest barn here in Eau Claire. We went over how the project started and really why we're there, mostly for building a base about research, education, and promotion of those cranberries. We started a number of years ago working with Congress, having the USDA's Agricultural Research Service establish a cranberry research program in Wisconsin. And we were able to secure funding to ARS's budget to create two positions in Wisconsin. And a position is really a program. Those two programs are in entomology and genetics and genomics. They're led by a USDA ARS researcher they have a faculty appointment at UW-Madison. And their sole purpose on campus is to do research on cranberries. They work very well. We developed a relationship with ARS. As we were looking at the needs for the industry, the next part of the base we wanted to build was to have a research station for cranberries. And so back in 2012-2013, our foundation board said we need to either establish the station and get it done or go on about our business. So we started a capital campaign. Our goal was $750,000 of private funds. We exceeded that in terms of both private funds and in-kind contributions. Then went to Congress and we worked with Senator Baldwin and Representative Duffy. We were able to secure additional funding for the purchase of the station and then additional funding cooperatively in a public-private partnership buy this property and develop it into a research station. And we started that. We closed on the station in 2017, the day before we harvested. Um, So we got the crop. And then we spent a year planning how we were going to renovate the station. We met with the research faculty. We met with all kinds of people about what they wanted to see out here and how to design and redesign the marsh. And we started doing that after harvest in 2018. In the fall, we started moving dirt. We did that into 2019. Planted some of the new beds and varieties, and we got those going. And then in 2020, we finished the planting and the renovation of the beds, and then we waited for things to grow. This wasn't just a one-person brainchild. This is a lot of people coming together to put in their two cents and tell you what we really thought might work here. This facility wouldn't be here if it weren't for the leadership of the growers that we have and the grower community itself. That Our foundation board, our association board, and checkoff board were committed to making this happen, and And uh, they work very, very hard on it. They still work very, very hard on it. That They come in and, for example, uh, last two years for harvest, one of our growers has come in and harvested the crop for us and not charged us for it. The vines that are out there were donated by growers. Some of the equipment and other work that we've done, growers have donated. The vision that the leadership had at the foundation was to create a world-class facility. So 
we could pass it on in generation to generation. So no, by no means was it a one-person operation. It was a really phenomenal group of farmers coming together and collaborating to make uh, something really positive happen. Continuous input and changes that happen along the way. Do you see that continuing? Oh, absolutely. Our board is actively engaged. They meet every other month and they review. We're developing long-term plans for the station as we go forward. We've got a couple more projects that we'd like to do in terms of capital, but now we're going to move into an operational phase where we'll actually start to expand the research and education that programs that are that go on. We don't just conduct research here, but we also are involved in education. The camp up the road, environmental camp, we have a neighbor who is very supportive of what we're doing here as well. He's bringing in some middle schoolers to do some science experiments out here. We're looking, as we get in the operational phase, to do more of those type of activities. And we can do them in person here or we can do them remotely because we, we have the capacity to use uh, platforms like Zoom and, and others to not only bring speakers in to talk to our folks here, but also reach out to other areas and remote meetings. Research and education. This station is going way beyond just research for producers. How far do you think you're going to be able to go? That's a good question. I mean, we don't discount any good ideas. I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities out here. We Some of the things we did, for example, the property out front, we cleared that off, leveled it out because we're going to host field days here and, and summer meetings and trade shows, and which brings in anywhere from 700 to 1,000 people from the industry across the country. And we've got it arranged so that utilize for that. And we, we can do some other uses as well. I, I got a call from one of our neighbors wondering if they could hold their pancake breakfast here. We'll figure that out. I, I mean, sure, why not, as long as you clean up. So we want to make it a community center, too, not just for the grower community, but for the community here in Jackson County as well. Even providing some outreach beyond your producers, do you suppose that's going to help with your industry? And maybe at least bring understanding mm-hmm. of the industry out for the general public. Oh, absolutely. I think the idea is, is to get the information about cranberry growing out to the general public. That's one of our missions. What we're exploring are ways to hold workforce development programs so that our current workforce that the growers have can upgrade their skills. And we're also looking at trying to develop a pipeline of students either from technical colleges or four-year campuses or high schools so that they're exposed to cranberries and understand some of the careers that are available in the industry, not just pulling weeds on a cranberry marsh, but you can get into management. You know, there's a job for everybody in cranberries. I mean, if you can work for the processors and food science, computers, technology, all of that, we need all of those people. And if we can start to develop some pipelines to train people and get them interested in cranberries, that's going to help our growers because it's hard to find help. And, you know, a lot of our help is starting to get to the point where they're retiring and we need to bring new people on. What about? And again, that's Tom Lochner. I don't want to cut him off. We'll hear more from Tom in the future about that facility. But, Jill, in the conversation, what they talked about, this is a public deal. Call for an appointment if you want to take a tour, huh? Yeah, call for an appointment. There's a phone number is out on the sign out front, he said. And they are welcoming people to come in there and learn some more about cranberries and learn what they're doing there good stuff all right and uh, well, yeah we'll hear from tom tom lochner head of the wisconsin cranberry growers in wisconsin a very active organization and boy they do a good job it's a very interesting industry and they have the most beautiful harvest of any crop in wisconsin coming up in the fall almost uh well 29 minutes after five it's a wednesday morning rocky's next he's going to join us moment premier livestock and with the Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And some exciting news coming very soon from Northside Elevator there in Loyal. And uh, we'll talk about that as uh, it gets even closer. So Northside Elevator in Loyal. Exciting stuff. Always exciting to talk to Rocky over at Premier Livestock and with him. Morning, Rocky. Hey, good morning. You got a turkey yet or has your daughter found one big enough? She She's pretty particular. I tell you, these turkeys are tough to get. I don't know if anybody else out there is having any issues, but, man, I think they're waiting for the warmer weather to come because they don't care about uh, decoys or calls or all they want to do is eat and not come in. Well, park a truck or a car out there because uh, I see a lot of them laying along the side of the road right now, so evidently a car or a truck will attract them. Okay. All right. (laughs) You got an extra one you can do that with? I do. I do. I got several around here. But no turkey yet. No turkey yet. All right. Well, I know you got a lot of cattle, though. What's been going on over there so far this week at Premier? 
Uh, thank you, Bob. Good morning, everyone. This is how yesterday's special feeder cattle auction shaped up. We had an outstanding run of high-quality feeders selling 1,200 head of feeder cattle. We sold 250 bred beef cows, cow-calf pairs, and beef breeding bulls. Very, very strong prices yesterday. New crop beef calves, mostly 145 to 205. Yearlings, mostly 130 to 185. Uh, spring calving bred beef cows, uh, decent quality, mostly from 11 to 17. Uh, we sold some summer and some fall cows from 850 to 15 and a half. We had some pairs from 1150 to 1750. Beef breeding bulls of service age, good quality, mostly 1300 to 2300. Next special feeder cattle auction will be May 18th. We are featuring 40 Hereford and Angus cow calf pairs already consigned for that auction. Today, Wednesday, we got our hay auction at 930, dairy cattle auction at 11. We're expecting 250 to 300 head of dairy cattle with four complete herd dispersals. We have one freestall parlor herd, three tie stall herds, also featuring many reputation sets of top fresh cows from reputation consigners. Many springing cows today. We also have a nice run of springing heifers. Uh, if you're looking for uh, breeding bulls, we got several good quality registered Holstein breeding bulls, including a sharp red and white Holstein bull. Online bidding is available for today's auction through Cattle USA. Questions, give us a call at Premier, 715 229-2500. Lots more detailed information on our website on today's consignments and upcoming sales at premierlivestockandauctions.com. Don't forget to check our uh, Premier Livestock Facebook page as well. Also, machinery auction coming up June 17th. If you want to bring some consignments now, we are taking consignments right now. Uh, we did just pick up a full line of equipment yesterday. Uh, be more details coming shortly on that. But that's the way it shaped up, Bob. Well, there's a lot of interest in that used machinery, isn't there? Wow. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's fun to sell it, that's for sure. Yeah. And what's the date of the auction? June 17th. So we got a month, uh, about six weeks out. So we'll, yep, that's good. Get your stuff in early is the best thing to do. we got a lot of work to do and take pictures and advertising, so we need to know what you're bringing. So. Ah, so now do you get into all those pictures to make that look a little more attractive? Like, do you stand by all the tractors and manure <laughs> spreaders and things like hey, that? You're kind of talking uh, to the wrong guy here, Bob. But, uh, <laughs> oh, I think you could dress it up pretty good. <laughs> I take the pictures, but, uh, yeah, I'm not going to add any value, put it that way. <laughs> well, I beg to differ. Hey, Rocky, have a good one. All right, thank you. Bye. There goes Rocky over there. Premier Livestock in the Withy area. 33 degrees, uh, that's what it was. We'll find out if that's what it is and what's going to happen weather-wise. I think you'll like it. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, I knew if he hung around long enough, we'd start to like the guy. And I guess we can say we do now. Mike Dandrio with Skywarn 13 with our weather brought to you by Chippewa Valley Bean. Well, I can say it's about time. Yeah, oh, well, I, I thank you for uh, for accepting me now, Bob. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anybody that has gone through four years in the Marine Corps and uh, being an MP, that that would be a an interesting job in the military. I bet you should write a book. I bet you got some interesting stories. <laughs> well, I've I've got uh, quite a few of those, and uh, the the time that I spent out in uh, Korea. Now I've got plenty of stories uh that that we can discuss maybe not over the airwaves i'll uh, i'll discuss <laughs> that drink, with you at a different time <laughs> did you what's the drink over there we drink beer they, is sake what they drink over there or what soju soju yes is it any good uh, well yeah I, that involves stories that uh we'll, <laughs> well again talk about the, some other part t- of the book huh <laughs> yeah it's, right. it's good though all right well we'll wait for the book in the meantime we need a forecast and i kind of like this one yeah i do too it's uh, i think i tuned my weather machine right this time around because we see more sunshine uh, at least in the early part of the forecast for today mostly sunny conditions and we warm up into about the low to mid 60s so finally running along our seasonal averages but for some of our northern counties tonight some clouds may roll back in and that'll give us a, a keep us a little warmer throughout the overnight so dipping to around the low 40s although we'll stay uh, likely dry even going into tomorrow and we'll still have some of that cloud cover hanging around with our temperatures again bouncing back to the mid 60s then going into Friday morning, we have a very, very slight chance of a few showers, maybe more sprinkles is probably more of an accurate term. Otherwise, mainly cloudy conditions to start Friday, and then some sunshine returns later on in the afternoon, still climbing to the mid-60s, and pretty much uh, Saturday looking like a repeat offender of today, mainly sunny conditions, mid-60s. And then going into your Mother's Day, well, we do have a slight chance of a few showers here and there with uh, temperatures again in the mid to upper 60s. 
Going into Monday, though, that's when we're going to have a more active but also warmer weather pattern where we'll have chances for showers and possibly some thunderstorms throughout the afternoon and especially into the evening. But our highs both Monday and Tuesday into the mid to upper 70s. Going to be pretty warm. Although right now in Eau Claire, we're looking at mainly clear conditions and a temperature of 34 degrees. Not bad. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Bob. You have a good one. Enjoy this. Oh, we will do that, that's for sure. Mike Dandry over at Skywarn 13 with our weather on wax. Brought to you by Chippewa Valley Bean of Menominee. Chippewa Valley Bean is excited to welcome spring and all the opportunity it brings. And as you think about what you're planting in your fields, Chippewa Valley Bean wants you to consider growing a crop of kidney beans. Kidney beans are a great addition to your rotation and bring great value back to your farm. If you're looking for new opportunities for your farm, give their agronomist Ben a call at 715-556-1930. That's 715-556-1930. Or visit them at cvbean.com. Agriculture. It's the Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we're about 22 minutes before 6 o'clock. Let's bring our little breath of spring in this morning as we go into the newsroom. Morgan is with us. I know what breath of spring means on the farm show because I'm flanked <laughs> by farmers, so they're spreading right now. Oh, it's spreading pretty good, that's yeah. for sure. What's going on? We're going to start with headlines that keep us in our state and pretty local to us. Good morning. Here's what we're learning today. It's Chippewa Falls Police Chief who's thanking the community for their role in Lily Peters' investigation. Chief Matt Kelm taking some time during that city council meeting last night to thank the community for supporting compassion during the investigation. The chief says that support helped officers and investigators as they looked for Lily and then looked for evidence in the case. It is a local connection to a national climate right now. Eau Claire is on the list of cities that saw protests this week. Dozens of people rallying outside city courthouse yesterday. That was organized by Eau Claire County's Democratic Party, saying they want to make voices heard. The rally was one of many around the country coming after a draft decision that was leaked that said the court would overturn R.V. Wade. That was leaked earlier this week. On the political stage, Republican candidate for Governor Tim Michael says he's a bona fide Wisconsin resident who pays taxes here, even though that might not mean permanent address. I've always paid Wisconsin taxes. I've always spent at least 183 days in, in Wisconsin, usually many, many more days. Now, Michaels responded to a report from a website, Wisconsin Right Now, which found that Michaels owns residences in both New York City and Connecticut and that his kids graduated from East Coast high schools. Michael says he's also voted in Wisconsin for the past decade. Well, as expected, some folks in Marathon County not fans of a new mine that want to open in that area. County leaders are considering a proposal to drill in parts of the county to look for gold or other valuable metals or minerals. A company, Greenlight Metals, says there could be huge deposits of valuable metals in a large swath of land across the middle third of Wisconsin. Opponents are worried about the environmental impact of the mines, but Greenlight says new mining technology means any mines that could be opened would be clean and environmentally friendly as they can be. And if you're looking to drop line, pack in the tackle box and probably the cooler as well for fishing opener this week. And a heads up on that walleye before you fry it up. The Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources changing the rules for walleye fishing this year. DNR says fishermen can now keep a daily bag limit of three walleye between 15 and 20 inches long or two walleye 15 to 20 inches long and one walleye over 24 inches. DNR says the new rules are designed to protect the walleye population in the state's I'm John DeMaster. And you can reel in more headlines anytime, 715newsroom.com. I'm Morgan McCarthy, and now you are up to date on Wax 104.5. Kind of a nature gal. You going fishing? I love fishing, yeah. I'm not surprised. Yep, I grew up, uh, my grandma would, lived right across Tanner Lake, so we would always yeah. go, and she always said she had her secret walleye hole. So we'd walk, I remember, barefoot across the rocks, right across, sit on the dock, and then go fishing all day. I love it. You clean them, too? Don't. That's not my job. I eat them. I said I you like fishing. Them. The, I didn't middle, say you've got to have a middleman in there. Huh? Yeah, that's why I recruit. That a girl. Siggy's eleven. She's well, able to use that fillet knife. Okay, right? That's right. Those are things she's got to learn younger. That's right. I think so too. I'll like, put her to work. I like that. I like that. I'll watch the bobber, and she can gut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, well, we'll talk to you later. It's a deal. Thank you, Bob. There goes Morgan in the newsroom this morning as we look at the news. On Wax. Brought to you by Christensen Sales. Auction schedules online at ChristensenSales.com. 
When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you. And that means you want to talk to Christensen Sales in Abbotsford. Call Christensen Sales in Abbotsford at 715-223-6345 if you want to have an auction. They'll line it up for you, and don't forget it, Christensen Sales in Abbotsford, they're now offering live online bidding options as well. Your complete auction facility, Christensen Sales in Abbotsford, 715-223-6345. It's time for our Pioneer program. I have Ryan Bates, agronomist from Pioneer. I know our weather is holding the farmers back from getting out in those fields. But once we get out there, our plant settings need to be really updated. And even though we're impatient, once in a while we need to get off and recheck. Soybean and corn plant depth is is critical as we get these planters rolling and getting off and checking those depths or before you get out in the field, taking the planter and and tying up some rows is a great practice to see where your plant depth is at. So on corn side, we want to be a minimum of one and one half inches deep, inch and a half to two and a quarter to two and a half, depending on soil type. The lighter the soil, a little deeper we're going to want to be. I like to be in that inch, three quarters, two inches on some of our medium soils. As far as measuring in the ground, you get asked, is it to the middle of the seed, is it the bottom? I typically favor the middle. It depends on where that seed's going to germinate from. And firm that soil up a little bit, but don't press it on top. You know, as you get a rain, that's going to set that soil down. We still want to be at an inch and a half. That helps determine where our nodal roots are going to establish. And if it's not enough, we're going to have, we have some issues with our nodal root development. Soybeans, on the other hand, uh, we're going to be a little bit shallower. I like to be an inch and a quarter to inch and three quarters. There's a little bit more data coming out that, you know, deeper may be better, but the key point is to plant in the moisture. We're getting some worked soils. That inch and a quarter may be too dry to get consistent moisture, to get consistent germination. So check your depth and check and make sure we get consistent moisture and it's closing good around that seed. It is really important to check that depth out. And really, as you change from field to field, especially different soil types, different tillage practices, you go from something that's been, you may need to adjust to the notch when you go into that tilled field that you worked last fall. So a little fluffier, may have to go a little bit deeper. So as those conditions change or you change crops, recheck on that plant in depth as you make that first pass. And that was Ryan Bates, agronomist from Pioneer. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we're about 16 minutes before 6 o'clock here at Wax. And we talked about over in Russia, the Russians stealing all that John Deere equipment. And John Deere found it and shut it off so they can't use it. But uh, there's, uh, again, the seriousness of that situation over there is uh, ongoing. And, uh, Jill, more, more companies are getting out yeah they are pulling out and because of the ongoing russian invasion of ukraine another major agricultural company is cutting ties with russia corteva agrosciences which includes prominent names in agriculture like syngenta fmc and dow agrosciences has made the decision to withdraw from russia the company has already stopped any new sales in Russia and is now putting together a plan to stop all production and business activities there. Company officials say they are now ta- taking all possible actions to support and protect Ukrainian workers and officials and their families. Corteva also announced they will donate seeds to Ukraine Africa and the Middle East for the 2023 growing season to help lessen the impact on global food supplies caused by the Ukrainian invasion by Russia. Yeah, and I think we're going to hear more and more of that as we go along. We uh, heard about uh, John Deere and the John Deere equipment over there, and of course, John Deere—they want to workers went on strike earlier this year, and uh, now Case Case IH CNH Industrial has been hit with a strike by workers. At the Racine and Burlington, Iowa plant, about a thousand workers are on strike demanding higher wages, better retirement benefits, and fairer work rules. They're about in the third day of that particular strike. All right, we've got uh, more news to come up. We've got some calendar, and we're going to take a look, of course, at the markets. All coming up on Wax. Uh, it's quarter, oh, about 14 minutes now before 6 o'clock. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And it's 14 minutes before 6 o'clock, 34 degrees out there. And it's time to take a look at some more markets by hearing from Jim Lindsay from Equity Altoona. 
Choice beef steers and heifers dollar fifteen to a dollar thirty five. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers dollar ten to a dollar thirty. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers dollar fifteen to a dollar twenty three. We had a top of a dollar twenty five. Choice Holstein steers dollar one to a dollar fourteen. Select underfinished heavyweight oversized steers and heifers a dollar and down. Top twenty percent of the cow cows sold from seventy six to eighty seven. We had a top of ninety one. Sixty percent of the cows sold from sixty to seventy five. Bottom 20% of the cows sold from 59 and down. Organic market on Tuesday, 80% of the organic cows sold from 85 to $1.05. Bottom 20% of the organic cows sold from 84 and down. Cull bulls sold from 70 to $1. We had a top of $1.45. Thin, full, horn, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the 95-pound and up Holstein bull calves sold from 70 to $180 per head. Light pork quality calves sold from $70 per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from $100 to $315 per head. Here are prices for fancy vaccinated feeder cattle from our last sale, which was held here on April 22nd. 3 to 600 pound beef steers, $1.20 to $1.75. 6 to 900 pound beef steers, $1.15 to $1.77. 3 to 600 pound beef heifers, $1.15 to $1.60. 6 to 900 pound beef heifers, $1.10 to $1.54. 3 to 600 pound Holstein steers, $90 to $1.41. 6 to 900 pound Holstein steers, $80 to $1.27. We do sell organic cattle here at the Altoona Market on Tuesdays. Please have all organic cattle and appropriate paperwork to the barn by 11 a.m. the day of sale. Our next special feeder sale is Friday, May 6th at noon. All feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at 715-835-3104 to check out our early consignments. Go to the Equity Livestock Market Consignment page and click on the Altoona Market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And let's get more market information from the sale barns. We go to the Equity Stratford sale barn. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Morning, Jerry. You looked at the thermometer yet? Oh, uh, good morning to you, Bob. Uh, yeah, I have. It's uh, 32. Uh, okay. For that, uh, thinking that'll be the lowest for this morning. And uh, uh, f- forget to dump my rain gauge out, so I hope that's going to be okay. You know, I sure hope so. I don't think you're going to have to worry about it at 32. Well, how's the uh, how's the week been going so far with Stratford? Well, Bob, we'll tell the folks about it. I thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. And this will be a summary from... Uh, Today, Tuesday here at Equity Stratford, and uh, we'll start out with the organic market yesterday. Uh, of course, we do sell certified organic cattle every Tuesday here at Equity Stratford. On the cow market yesterday, now these are organic cows, the higher yielding organic cows yesterday from a dollar to a dollar twelve and a half, and the low yielding organic cows, uh, they are mostly 95 and below. The conventional uh, market cows, I guess, conventional market cows, higher yielding cows on yesterday's sale, from 78 to 85 and a half. Uh, most of the cows on yesterday's auction selling between 59 and 77. Thinner cows, uh, lighter carcass cows, 58 and below. On the bull trade, better quality bulls are selling from 95 to a dollar 12. Lighter weight bulls, oh, 95. And uh, we'll sell most of our fed cattle this week today, so we'll have an update on that on tomorrow's report. A recap of the calf market so far this week: better quality Holstein bull calves, uh, mostly from 100 to 220. Uh, fancy bull calves on Monday up to 245. A little better demand on the heifer calves this week, mostly from forty to a dollar. Uh, beef calves continue to be in very good demand, one seventy-five up to three seventy. That was also on Monday sale, and we are at Wednesday already here uh, in uh, um, Stratford here. So we get started this morning at ten o'clock. Uh, we sell market cows today, conventional type market cows, fed cattle as I mentioned, and also bulls, sheep, hogs, and goats. Feeder cattle sale will be uh, at a noon, noon time start today, and we've got a nice run of feeder cattle for you folks. So whether you're looking for beef cattle or Holsteins, uh, we've got bred beef cows for that auction today. So uh, yearling bulls, yearling beef bulls, uh, and if you folks are in the Holstein business, we've got a large consignment of Holstein bull calves started, uh, ready to go off of milk. Uh, they're going to weigh from about 130 up to 230 or so, 250. So there's a huge consignment of those, over 50 of those, all from one owner. To feed some Holsteins, kind uh, of monkey around with the milk. We've got the, just a ticket for you guys today on that, and again, a lot of beef steers and heifers today for the sale. So, a good run of feeder cattle along with the bread beef cows. Be at twelve noon uh, start time here today at Equity Stratford, and uh, don't forget tomorrow our Thursday auction does start at eleven on Thursday with market cattle and baby calves. So, Bob, that's all we have for the folks this morning. Again, we invite you to take a look at our website. There's a lot of good information on there, and we do want to also mention that uh, uh, Equity Stratford will be hosting the 
bull test uh, uh, for beef cattle, uh, sponsored by the North Central Wisconsin Cattlemen's Association. More information on that. That will be Saturday, May 7th, coming up here. So information on our website, if that is pertaining to you. So uh, check that out, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page. Bob, baseball fans are happy, basketball fans not so much. No, that's right. Brewers won, Bucks lost. Hey, that thing coming up with the North Central Cattlemen. That's the uh, bull soundness. They're going to test them, make sure the bull is good before you turn them out with the cows? Yeah, that's kind of the gist of it. Yeah, yep. spring bull test here. It will be on Saturday. Uh, uh, I guess the gentleman to really contact on that would be Todd Andershock, and his phone number contact information is on our website. So if you folks are interested in that, uh, please get a hold of him, and uh, that'll be on May 7th here at Equity Stratford. Oh, that's uh, that's an interesting, interesting day to see. That's for sure. Hey, have a good one. We'll talk to you uh, tomorrow morning. Sounds good, Bob. Enjoy the day. And, well, I don't uh, I don't think you have to worry about mowing your lawn today, do you? No. No, heaven no. Just a little cleanup. We'll be good. Might even get the convertible out again. We'll see. Hey, you have a good one. All right, Bob. Thank you. There he goes. Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. And the market's brought to you by Synergy Co-op on the Board of Trade. A little lower yesterday, anticipating better planning weather in the, in the week or so ahead. Overnight, a little higher. July corn, when we came on this morning, up four cents on the board at seven ninety seven. The oats up a penny at six seventy three. July wheat up eight at ten fifty four. Soybeans up three to four at sixteen thirty four. And meal up two fifty a ton at four hundred twenty six dollars and forty cents on that July contract. And the country elevator prices. Wheat and grain, Chippewa Falls and Connorsville location, corners at seven thirty six with soybeans at fifteen eighty one. Doomer's Grain of Holman and Buck Country Arcadia Court is at 748 with soybeans at 1586. And on the DTN screen, those uh, country elevator prices a little lower today. Golden Plump Corn is 762 at Baldwin and Mondovi. Corn is 727, beans 1565. Duran 722 and 1565 at Elmwood. Corn is 727, beans 1570 at Fall Creek 717 and 1555. Osseo Corn is 736, beans 1569. Out at Elk Mountain, 735 on the corn, 1582 on the beans. Sparta has corn at 730, beans 1581 today. Ellsworth, 717 and 1543. At the ethanol plants, Boyceville, 755 on the corn. Stanley, 749. New Richmond Grain Facility, 745. Barrel cheese blocks unchanged yesterday. Barrels, 230. Blocks, 234 and three quarters. Butter down, four and three quarters. 262 a pound. May class three down two cents, 2421. That's the only $24 milk on the board now. June down 31 at 2393. July down 33 at 2373. August down 30 at 2333. And September down 39 at 2306. And again, looking at our weather forecast, not bad. Partly sunny today. High should be 63. So enjoy it. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Montovi. And the Chilson family of Ram dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadar. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.